Hey guys, welcome to a special edition episode of Armchair GM. As always, I'm your host, Armand. In this episode, I interview former MLB pitcher and World Series champion, Randy Choate. This was a great experience for me, so I hope you guys all enjoy this, and let's get right into it. I am here today with a very, very special guest. I really want to thank you, Mr. Choate, for coming on to this. You're a former MLB pitcher and World Series champion. Uh, thanks for having me, Armand. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So I want to get right into this. So my first question will be, when did you first fall in love with baseball? Uh, well, growing up as a kid, I, I was in love with a lot of sports. I actually liked basketball a lot more when I was growing up. Okay. Um, but I played I played all kinds of sports. I played soccer. I played uh, football and then kind of gave up on football early, which in Texas is kind of a surprise because everybody plays football so much. Um, but then I played basketball and baseball, and it kind of came down to those two. And when I got to high school, um, I was on, I could either be on JV basketball or yeah. I could be uh, practicing with varsity baseball. <laughs> okay. So uh, it made kind of the choice easy then. I wanted to be uh, where I thought my uh, talents were better. I, uh, I wasn't able to dunk. Um, my specialty was really shooting free throws. <laughs> and so uh, going out and being a left-handed pitcher, uh, that's really when I started to fall in love with it was probably my freshman year of high school. Freshman year in high school. Um, that's great because I am a basketball player. I mean, I love to play basketball. But as, like, I know it's harder because, like, for basketball, you have to be very tall if you want to, like, be good at it. If you have to have the height and the, an advantage in size to be great. But that's a great story. You went right. to, obviously, uh, Churchill High School in San Antonio, Texas. Um, uh, you said that uh, you gave up football at a young age. And I know Texas is a big football state. Um, so, I'm get so in high school, you chose baseball. Did you know any time before that that, okay, I can do this. I can make it all the way to the MLB? Uh, no, you know, when I started really focusing just on somewhat on baseball, not not like they do now, like it's yeah. it's there's so many um, teams and fall leagues and all that other stuff. There wasn't as much um, of that when I, when I was growing up. I played baseball in the spring, and then uh, I was in the marching band in the fall, so mm. uh, when I got into high school. Uh, but as it went further along – um, you know, 10th, 11th, and, and like my senior year, I don't necessarily think that I, I thought about playing in the MLB. I just yeah. thought about I wanted to play at the next level. And right. uh, so I had some junior colleges in Texas contact me. And then one, uh, the, the summer before my senior year, I went to a camp at Pepperdine and I went mm -hmm. to a camp at Florida State. And uh, I just fell in love with it then. And all I wanted to do was play. And they, uh, they offered me a, a small scholarship and, uh, uh, my parents basically made it happen, and I, I went to school there and just kind of took off once I got to Florida State. And I, it wasn't really till maybe the end of my sophomore year, beginning of my junior year, where I thought, okay, you know, I, 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 maybe I could play, you know, next level, you know, maybe one day get to the MLB. But mostly my focus was just on playing baseball and having a good time. Right, so you went to FSU, and then you know from there, like, okay, I can make it to the next level. You went step by step, basically, like – yeah, One pretty. Yeah, time. pretty much. I, I didn't look too far down the road. Um, that's kind of one of the the secrets, I, I guess. I, you would say if you look too far down the road, you're not focused on what you're doing right. at that time. Um, but once I got to Florida State, uh, you know, I went there at the same time as JD Drew, who was a, obviously oh, a big time yeah. player. Yeah. Um, 
he was obviously very focused on getting to the next level because he was, you know, the best player in the nation at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, watching him go about his business and then and then going out there and, and getting to pitch every week and uh, just having a good time doing that. I, I felt like I was of the level where I could definitely play at the next um, at, at professional baseball. And then once I got into that, um, I was a starter at first, and then they kind of turned me into a reliever, and, and, and that's kind of when I, my, my career kind of took off. Yeah, so um... – there was, I think, about two to three years where you were playing, like, triple-A baseball and stuff. Um, and then you got called up to play with the professional Yankees team. How, where were you in that present moment, and how did you feel? Um, well, that was the first year that they had turned me into a, uh, a, full-time, a full-time reliever. Well, no, sorry. That was the second year they, they put me into a full-time uh, reliever. And right. uh, so I started in triple-A. And uh, I was just doing really well. I just kind of had a lot of confidence going. And uh, when I got called up, uh, I'll never forget, I uh, had a roommate. His name was Denny Lale. Okay. And we were sleeping, and we were in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And um, the phone call came, and they said, hey, are you awake? I'm like, uh, yes. And they're like, okay, we might call you back in five minutes, so just, just be ready. And I was like, what's going on? And then five minutes later, they called me up. They're like, all right, hurry up, pack your stuff. You got to go to the field, get your stuff. You go to the big leagues. And... Um, <laughs> I just, it was, I was just shocked, kind of flabbergasted, but it, um, I had a flight that, that left in like an hour. So, and oh, I still wow. had to go to the field and, and get all my stuff there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have enough time to soak it in, but we were late. Uh, we got our bags on. Um, we were sprinting down, we were sprinting down, um, through security and get on the plane and I get in a middle seat and we made it and we were going to Detroit from Louisville, Kentucky. And I remember sitting there with just sweat dripping down my face, breathing hard. (laughs) Me and one other guy got called up, Craig Dingman, and, uh, just sitting there. And that's kind of when it hit me as when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the big leagues. And I just got the biggest smile and it's just hard to describe. You just don't even know how to really put it into words because everything you've done your whole life working to to get to that point and you finally get called up uh it's really something that you'll never forget well that's an amazing story um so then shortly after you made your mlb debut on july 1st what were what like did you obviously you over like anxiety before going into the game during the game like how were you feeling uh, yeah, a little nervous. I mean, I was also, um, you know, 25 years old, 24, 24 25 years old, going yeah. on to a, a really experienced New York Yankees team. You know, it's not like just yeah. going on to any team. It oh, was they a were team a great that was, club. yeah, they were at the end of, not end of, they were in the middle of, towards maybe the end of the, the dynasty there, because yeah. we also won in 01. And, um, you know, that's where you go to expect to win. And, um, you just got big names. I remember looking across, and David Cohn's locker was right there. You know, Derek Jeter, yeah. you just the Chuck Knobloch, <laughs> you just Bernie Williams. I mean, I, you can't even list them all. There's so many guys. And, um, you know, I remember warming up that, that first night. Uh, Andy Pettit threw a 9 nothing shutout, and because he had the shutout that we didn't get to go in, uh, me or, or Dingman, and then we went down to Tampa, and that's when I got my uh, first appearance. And, you know, when you get up there and you warm up, you, you know, kind of get the jitters. But when I ran in, I'll never forget, um, it just kind of turned into a routine, like everything you've done. That's why you practice so much. And I remember right. singing the song at the, the Columbus Clippers were the um, AAA team that I got called up from. And, mm-hmm. and like in the seventh, eighth inning, they play this song. It's called Columbus Clippers Ringer Bells. And that always seemed to be right about the time I was coming in. So I finished my warm-up pitches, and I'm walking around the back of the mound getting ready to face, face uh, Fred McGriff. Um, okay. the crime dog and um 
I'm singing Columbus Clippers ring your bells. And I'm like, what am I doing? Uh, but it really kind of just kept me in the mode, got me back into that, uh, right. that state of mind. And I remember throwing the first pitch and they called it a ball and I thought it was a strike. And I was like, Phew, if that's a ball, then I'm not sure I can throw a pitch at this level. And uh, I threw the next one and I didn't think it was as nearly as good of a pitch and they called it a strike. And I was like, oh, well, they've got makeup calls. So I got him 2-1 and then I threw him a slider and uh, luckily just far enough outside that he got under it and he hit it uh, into right center field. And I remember Bernie Williams going back. And I'm like, oh, just catch it, just catch it, just catch it. And he caught it on the track. And that was the end of that inning. And we went in and I was just like... Pumped. Just a big exhale. Yeah. I mean, it was even better than getting called up. You just, you know, you know, that you can compete on that level. And it was, you know, another memory that you'll just never forget. No, that's an amazing story as well. Um, so later that year, you went on to win a World Series ring. You did more in one year than most players have can't do in their entire careers. How did that feel? Yeah, I mean, very fortunate. Um, we get called up on that team and, and how they were, you know, playing and just being in the right place at the right time because, um, you know, the next year we also ended up going and we lost. And then after that, it was 12 more years before I even got back to a to a World Series when we, when we went with the Cardinals. So yeah. um, I would say in the middle of that, like in 07, 08, 09, I remember talking to teammates and being like, you know, I got pretty spoiled. I, I got a half a season in the, in the big leagues, I go to the playoffs with the, the Yankees and win a World Series and get a ring. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. most players, I mean, a lot of players play their whole career without even getting to go. Right. So, you know, it was just, you know, kind of stars aligned, being in the right place at the right time. And, you know, that just shows what uh, hard work can do and get you into those spots and, you know, a little bit of luck. And that's what happens. Right. So the rest of your amazing career was you had a very long career um but you also broke a lot of records on the way do you know any of them um i would i would get well i would guess that i'm probably the person who's faced more one hitter like one batter appearances than anybody else (laughs) ever because i would literally come in and face that lefty or they'd pinch it a righty and then i was pulled out of the game um I know I had an appearance record for that season where I had 85 appearances in one season, but that's not like right. an all-time yeah. record. Um, I'm not sure about any of the others. Do you, why, do you know? Yeah, I know. You have one where you had 20 consecutive games without a hit. 20 consecutive games without a hit, yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't know that one. I, I also know I had, I think I had the most or tied for the most one out wins so oh, i would yeah, come i, I was down three to two and i think i tied with somebody else uh i was trying really hard to get that <laughs> that last year but i'd come yeah. in maybe get a double play or get the out we'd be down three to two and then we we'd take the lead and win the game four three and i'd be credited with a w <laughs> with getting one out so again another another spot to be fortunate i just really played at the right time for for how i played the game and being able to come in and be a kind of a specialty guy um it was just really the right time of the game uh, for me to play in. Okay, that's great. Um, so then you have a nickname. Could you care to uh, tell our listeners what it is? Um, well, this one you told me before. That some people call it the Loogie King, and that just means because I'm the person who faced the most. But uh, I, I, it'd be hard to knock out a, you know, a, a Myers or a Javi Lopez. They, they, they were definitely um, uh, lefty Loogie Kings too. But um, uh, that's what a lot of people on the internet will say. Yeah. I think if you ask any of my teammates, any of my old teammates, especially there from the Rays on, yeah. they'd all say my nickname was Holler because that was just a phrase I came up with <laughs> with Robbie Hammock. And we did it kind of to annoy another teammate, and it's just kind of become the thing that I always said. 
So like when I went back to Tampa when I was with Miami and David yeah. Price is down the right field line, he scree- he put his arms up in the air and he yelled, holler! And all the way from there, just kind of basically, that was my thing to say. So a lot of my teammates call me that. Okay. So as I said earlier, you played with a lot of different franchises and you played a lot of different cities. What was your favorite franchise to compete with and play with? And what was your favorite city to live in? Ooh, the city to live in, that'll be a tough one. Um, the the franchise, I mean, while well, playing for the Yankees is playing for the Yankees yeah, and it's unbelievable. I was really crazy. young at that time. The 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 organization I always say and it's because of two specific men, um Andrew Freeman who's the Dodgers uh GM now or president mm-hmm. and Joe Madden uh who was the Angels uh manager last year and and will be a manager again in the big leagues. Yeah. So my time with the Rays, those two really um before that, I kind of looked over my shoulder. I didn't have a whole lot of confidence in the big leagues. I went yeah. up and down a lot. I spent like half my time in AAA, and I think I had like three years or three and a half total years in the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, ended up playing 11, getting 11 and a half in the big leagues, and I, I really credit a lot of it uh, to them putting me in the right position to play. So I went to race camp. I had the best time. They sent me down, and I didn't even mind. I just said, <laughs> my experience here has been so awesome. Joe, as a manager – uh, for me, was second to none. He just right. so many things, and Andrew was always just honest with me. Always would sit down and tell you the truth and tell you why. Uh, you know, we love your your G, your ground outs to air outs. We love what you do against lefties. You go down to AAA. You do that. We're an organization that doesn't go out and get guys if somebody gets hurt. You you do what you do, and you'll be here sometime this season. And on June twenty fifth. David Price's uh, first start in the big leagues. Uh, we were in Rochester that morning getting ready to play a day game, and they came out. They called me up. Uh, Brian Schaus had got hurt the night before in Miami, mm-hmm. and I got called up. DP starting. It was June 25th. Uh, I mean, that's here again. It was almost like getting called up the first time. It was right. just so special. And, you know, Joe just put me in, in spots where I could succeed, and it really helped my career just totally take off after that. Right, you got that confidence back. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a ton of confidence in it, and a lot of it because of him. So – we know you have a connection with Tampa Bay that you just told us. Who? So, do you watch baseball still? Um, when I watched baseball, it was it was mainly to watch for my friends. <laughs> and a lot of my friends are now becoming coaches. Uh, when I turn on the TV, I, I seem to know more coaches than I do players. Right. Um, so I, I don't follow it like I did when I when I first retired. Um, you know, in seventeen or after the sixteen season. Right. Um. A lot of my buddies were still playing, so I, I flipped it on all the time and and having like a game mix up, so I could see like when Jason Mott won in the game, when Mike Dunn won in the game, when right. you know Big City um, uh, uh, would go in the game, and yeah. you know he's he's still playing in the game, but guys like John Jay, John Jay just became a coach with the Marlins. Right. You know those are the kind of guys that uh, I really had a great time playing with. Danny Descalso, uh, he went to UCD right here in, in Davis. Um, he was still playing. Uh, you know, I'd watch for him when they get up, and I'd basically yeah. cheer them on. Now I kind of just watch it more if it's if it's on TV. I right. don't focus on it. It's kind of it's it's changed a lot from when I played, and you know, it's only been six years, but uh, it's a different it's, game. It's a totally different game with yeah. with everybody coming in, and n- nobody throws under ninety five hardly, and <laughs> and there's a lot of punch outs and stuff like that. But uh, there are still some guys, you know, like Cody Bellinger. I got to play with him in Double A, and I played right. with his dad. Uh, when I was with the Yankees, so oh, wow. I, I so with, I played with Clay. I played both. with Clay, and in, in the Yankees organizations between AAA and the big leagues, and then I played with Cody when I was coming back uh, my my final season playing in the minor leagues with the Dodgers, trying to get mm. called back up, and I played with Clay at AA, and I I mean and uh, excuse me Cody, 
And I told Cody, I was like, first time I've ever played with a father-son connection. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously Cody's career taken off, and, and he's just done great, and he was a, just a wonderful kid. So yeah, I, I watch it still because, you know, I played it for so long, but then right. that's sometimes why I don't watch it because I've watched enough baseball games <laughs> to, to last many lifetimes. Right. So is there any other sports that you're, like, into and you watch? Uh, for watching football, NFL's football? second second to none for me. I, Who's your I, favorite team? I, I, the Dallas Cowboys. I was born and Aww. raised in Texas, so that doesn't go that doesn't go well around here. But uh, <laughs> you know they haven't won in a while, so that that's good. But uh, yeah, I was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. Right. My dad was raised just outside Dallas. He was a Cowboys fan, made me a Cowboys fan, and so I, I really uh, I watch college football too. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you? For? I, I got to see Florida State. Oh, obviously. And, obviously. Uh, and I, and I saw them win in 2013, the national championship. Mm-hmm. I was there. And ever since then, I've kind of been a little bit more relaxed about college. I still watch it, right. but um, not like NFL. I mean, Sunday's at my house. So I got all <laughs> the games on and, and yeah. watching it, and I and I love it. Um, you know, I, I flip on some golf from, from time to time, and uh, I really like watching hockey. Hockey, I love watching live. Um, I love hockey. Uh, I love the Oilers. McDavid, I mean, how can you not like McDavid? He's the best yeah. player in the game. You know, maybe one of the top three of all time. Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, that, that whole team. I mean, they can they can totally score. But uh, McDavid's just different. I mean, he gets the puck and he takes he got one, two. He's gone. He's, he's just so, so much faster. I'll, I'll sit there and turn to my wife all the time. I'm like, look at how fast he is. And she's just like... And she just laughs at me because she's like, man, you really like that guy, huh? And I'm like, something? he's so great. You want to know something cool? My sure. mom was born in Edmonton. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh. we go there like twice, three times a year. And okay. we're big. We're, I don't watch hockey as much, but I'm an Oilers fan. All my family are Oilers fans. So I've been to like a couple of their games and stuff. And McDavid, in person, he's just so good. Yeah, he's, he's great. And we... Uh, my wife and I took a spring. Uh, she gave me a Christmas gift one time. Spring training. Mm-hmm. I mean, a uh, spring break. Excuse yeah. me. Spring break trip, and uh, we. Uh, that was one of the cities we went to is Edmonton? is Edmonton, and then we went to Calgary and watched Edmonton play Calgary. Um, Big but uh, we we've been to the Rogers Center there in Edmonton, okay. and uh, we you know ate across the street, and it was just an awesome experience. It's not like there's a. A ton like a big city like New York, but it was it was awesome because everybody was so passionate about. Um, you know about the Oilers and, and about being there, and it was it was just a really fun atmosphere. They're a big hockey town. Yeah, it was great. Um, I really want to thank you again for coming on to this episode. It means a lot to me. My first interview is a professional MLB player, so <laughs> I was a bit nervous, but. Once we got into it, it was really fun, and I really enjoyed it. Well, I had a great time. I'm, I'm honored to be your first, so when we look back and, and you become a big star doing all this, it's going to be, you're going to be like, oh, I, in seventh grade, I, I interviewed Randy Cho, the former MLB player, so that's, that's a pretty cool story to have. Okay, thank you so much. Of course. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Um, I really want to thank Mr. Cho for doing this with me. He's my first person I've interviewed, and he made it really easy. Even though, like, I was super, super nervous. But I want to thank you, Mr. Cho, for doing this with me. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. I worked a long time on it. (laughs) Um, Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you all in the next one.